as always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. This is just going to be a real quick one because, as you know, I am getting ready for my birthday trip, and (laughs) it's quite early in the morning over here. So what am I drinking for today? Just a cup of Bianco Forte from the Nespresso machine downstairs because it's really early. I got to finish packing and get ready for this flight. So pray for me, y'all. Hopefully there's no issues down to the airport, no delays. Pray for traveling mercy and all of that. So as I mentioned in a couple of the previous episodes is that this is like an amazing race trip. There's going to be a whirlwind Scandinavian adventure and we're doing a certain thing for the first time and it is called skip lagging. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. It's not a new concept, but it's it's new to me. But essentially what it is is when well, you know how flights are super expensive and there's just no way to get around that. So, you know, you want to save a little piece of coin when you go on vacation, take me out to dinner or something with the money. The idea of skip lagging is basically, so if you have a destination in mind, but the tickets are super expensive or just inconvenient or just whatever. So skip lagging is when you book a layover in the city you really want to go to, but the ticket is basically to somewhere else. And you know how it is when you have a layover, they print you out two boarding passes. So for the first leg of the trip, you have one boarding pass for the second leg. You have another, you know, layover in between. So basically you get off the plane in the destination, wherever the layover is, and you can save like a ton of money. So our flight is technically to Milan, but we have a layover in Copenhagen, which is really where we're going. So in order to do this, you also have to only take a carry on bag. Don't take check luggage because it's going to end up in your final destination. And, you know, a lot of people have issues with the carry-on bags because, well, I fly business class. I don't know about y'all, but I need the extra leg room, so I'm not going to be squoze up in economy. So, they, you know, they let you board first. You have ample space in the overhead compartments when you're in business class because it's not as crowded. It's not as cramped like it is back in economy. but um. Yeah, so, you know, sometimes when they run out of space, they want you to check your bag instead of taking it, you know, with you on the plane. So if you're in one of those situations <laughs> when you're trying to skip lag, girl, I feel sorry for you because that bag just ain't going to get there. But for me, like I said, won't be a pro- won't be a problem, hopefully. But anyway, our tickets were $600 less per ticket doing the skip lag than... It would have been if we just booked a, you know, direct flight to Denmark, which is crazy when you think about it. And I know there's a lot of um, drama with the airlines because they say, you know, it's they try to say it's illegal, which is really not. They try. I mean, it's frowned upon. But I mean, y'all still got my money. (laughs) You'll be all right. And I was explaining it to my uh, good, good girlfriend. And I was just like. Think of it this way, because she said she was scared to do it, you know, for all the reasons like you might get banned from the airline or they'll try to arrest you or all this, you know, stuff. And I was like, think of it this way. It's like if I buy a combo at McDonald's 
it's always cheaper to buy the combo than to buy the individual components of the combo, right? But if I don't want the fries, is McDonald's going to arrest me because I don't eat the fries? No, I already paid for them. So who cares? (laughs) That's just my rationale. But like I said, it's my first time doing it. I hope it goes smoothly. I'll report back next time on how it goes. So y'all pray for me. But, you know, I'm super excited for this trip. It's um, an area that I've always wanted to kind of go to because I hear Denmark is really nice, super clean. It's expensive as hell because I'm looking up these restaurants and I'm like, damn, it's going to be like $100 for lunch because the exchange rate is not not in our favor. But always wanted to go to Sweden because, you know, I love me some Ikea. <laughs> try to see the original one if they got it. I think H&M is is big over there too. But it's also the time of year where we just had the summer solstice, which means the longest day of the year. But since these cities are so far north, it doesn't, uh, the sun doesn't set until about 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. And then it, the sun rises like about 3 a.m. So only a few hours of, of um, nighttime there, which was kind of weird the first time. I experienced that. We went to St. Petersburg a few years ago, I was say like three, three or four years ago. And it was like, it was like June, middle of June, um, towards the end of June. And um, it was legit like 1130 <laughs> at night. And the sun was still up. Like, it's not like bright, bright, like daytime bright, but it's not dark, which is just weird. I'm like, how do y'all live like this? Because I know I would be tired as fuck. Like, ain't enough melatonin, ashwagandha, <laughs> Z-Quill in the world to, like, put me out when it's, like, bright as fuck outside. But I guess, you know, they're probably used to it. The good thing is that, you know, restaurants and bars are open late. And it also feels very safe because it's broad daylight. <laughs> so that's definitely something uh, that I'm looking forward to. We're going on a cruise, which I'm not uh, so sure about. Um in this current situation, but I mean, we'll see what their health measures are looking like. I'm going to keep my mask on the whole time because I'm not playing around. Luckily, we don't need a COVID test to come back to the U.S. anymore. So it's just one less thing you have to worry about on coming on the way back because I'm not trying to get stuck over there either. So yeah, that's going to be the trip that I'm going on. Super excited to get a passport stamp and Kind of speaking of that, my nephew, my older, but yeah, I have two nephews. Both are born in June, but my oldest nephew is, his birthday is the day after mine. So we almost have the same birthday. He's turning 21. And so I was thinking like, you know, what to get him for his birthday that, you know, is not just some liquor (laughs) bottle of Henny or some money because, you know, how the kids are these days. They just want the cash. So it's like, what can I get him that's like, you know, meaningful, sentimental, um, all of that. And so my gift to him for his birthday, his 21st birthday, I can't believe he's like a fully grown man. Uh, but I'm getting helping him get his passport, which I think is probably the best gift that you can help anyone get. Because, you know, it's more valuable than cash, you know, the ability to travel the world, you know, is such a luxury. And there's so many ways that travel can expand your horizons. You know, you're introduced to new cultures, new foods, new languages, new, you know, new people. It's just 
something that I think that is invaluable. And I think, you know, 21 is a good age. You know, you've grown. <laughs> it's not like you're 18. I remember when I was in high school, there was always like a senior class trip to like Cancun. And then the kids would always get drunk. Somebody come back pregnant. Um, so it's not like that kind of wilding out situation. Like he's a senior in college, you know, he's mature for his age as well. So I think, you know, it's a good gift and I think it's the right time for a gift like that. And, you know, growing up, I kind of wish that we had been exposed to, you know, like getting our passport early and traveling the world early and things like that. But I made him a card. It kind of looks like a passport. Maybe I should post a picture of it, but, um, yeah, I hope he I hope he likes it. I think he'll enjoy it. And then once he gets his passport, you know, I'll take him on his first international trip. I'll offer to. He probably won't want to go with me because, you know, I'm old. <laughs> but, you know, I'll help him get flued out somewhere if he want to go. So I'll get him some business class because he's taller than me. But I'll let y'all know how the whole how the whole trip goes uh, when I get back. So there's only one other category to talk about this week, and that is Y'all Girl. Beyonce released the first single off of her new CD. I still say CD. I'm all of shit. Um, Her new project, Renaissance Act One, Act One Renaissance, something like that. But she released the the lead single called Break My Soul the other day. She said it was going to come out at midnight, but that lion heifer released it at 10 p.m. (laughs) Eastern time. So it contains a sample of Robin S.'s 90s club classic show me love um it also features um big frida y'all know big frida bounce from nolan's baby she i feel like wasn't big frida on formation like the intro i feel like they collaborated before but anyway big frida did the intro and i guess the outro on this too i personally did not um listen to the whole song (laughs) what i did listen to mm, hated it it just did not give me much um speaking objectively the lyrics were a bit repetitive and i know she kind of doesn't it just didn't give me much and i looked at the credits and there's eight different writer, songwriters listed in the credits. Some of that is probably because, you know, she did use a sample and then she also, you know, had Big Frida on it. What's Big Frida's real name? Hmm. Freddie Ross Jr. Okay. Um, Big Frida's 44? Oh, wow. Okay. But, um, yeah, it just didn't give me much. It was a lot of everybody, everybody. And then I fast forward it. And it was outside, 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 outside. And then it was everybody, everybody, everybody. Um, the lyrics that I did hear, she was talking about quitting her job. And I was like, now it's Beyonce. <laughs> when was the last time you clocked in anywhere? Like, has Beyonce had a proper job in her life? I'm not really sure. But they're saying it's the anthem of the great resignation, which is, you know, everybody quitting their job these days. But I don't. No, I mean, if it give y'all, gave y'all what y'all needed, tens for that, but we'll see what the video looked like. Because I didn't even get into Single Ladies until the video came out. So maybe she got a bomb-ass video waiting for us. Probably not, but y'all gonna have to stay up late and see if she drops that. Because I'm gonna be 
asleep. But anyway, y'all, I'm going to get on out of here so I can go catch this flight. I'm going to be posted up in the business class lounge. In the meantime, y'all be safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith. 